How it's going? Bum podcast? Bum podcast. Between you and me? Between you and me. So, um, we're getting ready to delve into this new topic that we have for the week. Uh-huh. And um, it comes sort of as a, a, I guess, a comment. We got a comment um, right. behind one of our other kind episodes. Of a yeah, sort of a request, and it, it was talking about, um, I guess we talked about, I don't remember. I'll stop. We talked about, um, we just talked about our lives, right, and, and and I guess influences on our lives. And then somebody came back and they said that um, uh, over the years it appears that you both have accomplished many good and even great things. We appreciate that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we appreciate you. Uh, and they say, I'm interested in hearing about how you both deal with disappointment. How do you bounce back and continue to forge forward? And so uh, when I first got this comment or read this comment I, and, and talked to you, T, about right. doing it, I mean, some stuff immediately popped into my head. And then I didn't want to discuss it with you because yeah. I wanted this to be an organic session. And so we really haven't discussed how we're going to go about it, so I don't know what's going to come out of it. But we, we got three, like I guess, three highlight points that we're going to try to touch on. Right. Um, on disappointment, and so um, the first one I'm just gonna throw out there. I'm gonna let you re- you you jump in and respond to it and see where it goes. All right. All right. Well, go ahead and list the three different uh, things. Go ahead and list the three. About. All right. Yeah. So the first the first one we're gonna talk about is life in general. Right. Life in general. So our disappointments with life in general. Um, then we're gonna talk about our disappointments with career prep, and then finally we're gonna talk about our disappointment with our friends or our acquaintances or as you said our peers. Right. And so those are the three areas that we're gonna talk about. And even, you know, maybe you want to talk about your dis- disappointment with me. And then I talk about my disappointment with oh, you. That's easy. I, I, I bet it is. Well, we, so. can, we can throw that in at the yeah, end. Yeah, all right, if it comes about. Uh-huh. All right, so um, at the first we're going to jump in life in I, general. I might want to talk about that Yeah, one. You say what? I said I might want to talk about that Hey, one. well, we might spend some time on it then. Um, so life in general. So tell yeah. me, tell me, life in general, if, if life throws you a lemon, what do you do? Make lemonade? Or do you make lemonade? <laughs> Is that how I'm supposed to respond to that? I don't know. You talked about me. a curveball, something out of left field. Yeah. Just, um, so I'm really, and it's funny because it's almost like we talk about it often, but I'm really not a, um, a sweat the small stuff person. Yeah, I don't get not. easily disappointed. Honestly, well, I won't say I won't get easily disappointed, but I don't get hung up on things right. for a long okay. period of okay. time. Okay, not Which, a ton of stuff really affects me in, um, in like a deeper level or things like that. And, and so, hold on, so, so let me let me let me go back. So we we need to we need to really um, unpack this because uh-huh. you said something that I don't think is altogether true, but then you uh-huh. followed it up. So honestly, so so it says like, how do we deal with disappointment, and how do we bounce back? And continue to forge forward, and so I think I think it's a fair assumption to say that we are disappointed often. Like you think so? I do, I do. Um, I just don't think we let the disappointment affect us the way it affects other people. I mean, I guess it's possible. I think maybe because it's such a, we're such a solve it or figure out how to go around it. Or at least I could say speaking for myself, mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. really when it comes to things not going how I planned. Or, like, I, I set out to do something one way and that doesn't work out. Or I have an idea of how something's going to happen and it turns out not happening that way. Mm-hmm. I think just by, like, it's almost natural for me, okay, that didn't work. That that 
didn't go the way I thought it would, but there's nothing I can do about the past. So how am I going to adapt and mitigate what's going on or things like that? So I guess I'm always just looking for the next part, the next solution when it comes to disappointment. Um, but it's almost like, I don't know, I feel like it's a quick process. Well, I mean, me. so, and, and you may be right. You may be right because I think you're a lot like me in that regard. Um, but I also want to make sure, again, that we unpack this for, for yeah. the listeners. I'll, I'll say more like, so maybe split it into two levels. Okay. When it comes to something that doesn't, that's just kind of like a small so thing that throws it off. You're splitting life into two levels. Right. So okay. I'm, like the things that don't affect me as much and maybe something that actually deeply affects me. Okay. And I'll kind of get into that. Okay. Um, but in general, I would say most things fall into the first category uh, because I try not to let too much... I, I try not to let things really throw me off that much, mm -hmm. but when it comes to something that actually really kind of throws me off center, um, I mean, I'm not really sure. I feel like it's still, I kind of try to step back and reevaluate the situation, um, how have things changed, um, and now that I see that they've changed, now that I've taken that breather, that time to step back, now how am I going to move forward with it? Because I'm a strong believer in you can't change what you can't change. Like, the past is something that I can't affect. And so how do I work to get to the future that I want to reach? That's really where. So I'm, I'm going to answer, answer as well, but then I'm going to come back and I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to think about the question. How did you get to that point? Mm -hmm. I just want you to think about that. How did you get to that point? I got an answer. All right. You got an answer? Yeah. You want me to give my, you want to go ahead and give it now? No, go ahead. All right. Oh, I can I can go ahead. All right, go ahead. Um, probably you. <laughs> okay, no, that's um, a default. Yeah, I would say I mean, in different ways. Even going to um, <laughs> back to how you talking about dealing with our disappointment with each other. Mm -hmm. um, I don't necessarily say I, I get like disappointed in you, because disappointment is like a strong term, almost as if saying something didn't reach potential. Yeah, that yeah, reached the potential. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I would say, I don't, I don't really get disappointed. Maybe I'll be annoyed, or <laughs> that's worse than disappointment. <laughs> that's not worse than disappointment. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'll get like annoyed, or we we disagree, or we don't necessarily have the same. Like we have a back and forth. Maybe we have a uh -oh, argument in mm -hmm. quotes. Mm -hmm. um, I've just gotten used to. Like the way that we bounce off of each other, mm -hmm. like you mess with me a lot, and you always have messed with me a lot, and so things that even goes to things don't really throw me off as much because I'm used to, like you do small things, like small things that might get into someone's head, like you might just walk by and bump into me, mm -hmm. or like you always have a rebuttal, you always have some some snide comment to throw out to the point where that stuff doesn't really sink in for mm -hmm. me anymore. And so I just kind of have a natural, just because something's different or just because something comes at me in a, a off way, it doesn't really hit the emotional first. Right. It hits the logical first. And, and, and that's, that's a fair assessment. I mean, and I, I like the way you said that it doesn't hit the emotional first, it hits the logical first. Right. And I think that has a lot to do with it. So, so my, my answer, I mean, I guess that would almost almost sum up my answer because I, I do get disappointed sometimes, not often, 
Um, but that's probably because I don't hold a lot in high regard. Yeah, that makes I'm, sense. I'm the same way. I don't you know what I'm saying? Lot. It's like... It's I, almost like I expect things to go wrong. Right. I so expect you, things you to go wrong. you plan for the expectations. Exactly right. Wrong. And so when you that's plan... Funny. That's something that you've taught me as well when it comes to project management. And yeah. You can speak more into that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. But, but but you're right. And so that's the thing. So I guess I guess the one one thing that we could say about handling disappointment and forging forward is we plan for disappointment. Right. Right. And so it's almost like taking a risk assessment up front and realize that if you're going to undertake something and undertaking it, there's a risk that is not going to end right. up the way you want it to end up. And it's not that you won't be like super excited if it happens the way you plan it. Mm-hmm. It's just that you're holding in your head that, you know, I mean, Newton's law, if anything can go wrong, it will. Right. And so if it does go wrong, it might be like a gut punch, ooh, right? Mm-hmm. And then you realize, but there was always that chance that that would happen. Exactly. And because there was always that chance that that can happen, this is just the one time that it actually followed through. And so then, um, really quickly, like you said, assessing, like, okay, boom, all right. So I was planning to go from, fir- from, 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 I guess, from A to C, mm-hmm. and now B and C are blocked, and so – what am I going to do? And it's like, well, ultimately, where am I trying to go? How can I reassess? And I think it's always trying to reassess. I, again, oh, strategic thinking. Because, right. again, that's one thing I always talk about strategic thinking. So it's like we we, we get disappointed. Yeah. And when, in getting disappointed, I guess accepting and recognizing it did not work out. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're both good at accepting and recognizing right. that something did not work out. But then realizing that we still need to complete the objective. Exactly. And so let's get on with completing the objective. And we can sit back later and discuss right. or, you know, and figure out plus what went wrong. And yeah. yeah, plus minuses and deltas. And it's um it's funny because it's it it's all it's when you plan in your head and you prepare yourself mentally for things to go wrong, almost like I feel like we have more times where we're surprised that nothing goes wrong. Yeah. There was something goes wrong. Uh especially um, kind of shifting into business okay, wise yeah, and yeah, things yeah. like that. Uh-huh. Um, I would say definitely a huge factor for me in understanding like project management and kind of everything you do in itself is a project mm-hmm. was when I started DJing. Yeah. Definitely. And especially just going through that together because we always ride the gigs together. We're, we always pack up. Uh, we said this amount of time ahead like it, we can set up in 30 minutes but we're gonna set an hour at right. time just in case something goes wrong we have to figure out something so it's always expecting things to go wrong because it's almost like it's more likely for something to go wrong than it to just go perfectly Correct. yeah smooth and so when you prepare yourself for that you're ready to just automatically shift into okay let's solve the problem instead of getting caught off guard by the fact that there is a problem um that's a good point. I, I, and two things I want to tell you. So, so one strategy is to under uh, under promise and over deliver. Oh yeah, right. Under promise and over deliver. But we t- we said briefly plus minuses and deltas. And so let me explain okay, to the listening yeah. audience yeah, about plus minuses okay. and deltas. So, um, every every everything that we do, every project we do, every activity or outing we do. I mean, it's almost like a family ritual. Like, as soon as we hit the car, it's like plus minuses and deltas. And so it's three of us, if it's three of us. If it's two, it's just two. But, like, more often than not, my wife's in as well, his mom. And so it's like, all right, so the first two people that say plus minuses and deltas are safe. 
because the last person has to go first. Mm-hmm. And so they have to explain um, plus minuses and deltas. Yeah. And what that looks like is plus what went extremely well, what went right, mm-hmm. minuses, what did not go so well, what went wrong, and then deltas, how might we change stuff to make it better for the future. Exactly. And every activity, every outing we do, we actually do plus minuses and deltas. And we've been doing it for years. Even and with I the think, smallest things. Right, even with the smallest right. things. And I think that might be one way that we handle um, disappointment as well and forge right. forward because we understand that. You don't have to get caught up on what went wrong in the moment. Right. You go ahead and you solve that problem. You work that out because, you know, there's time to talk about that later and review that later. Right, right. So that, that's that's cool. That's cool. And I know for me, like, I'm really – I'm good at it for me and maybe bad for, for other people, but – Yeah, you worse for me. <laughs> <laughs> I rarely let stuff get me down. Like, I rarely – and what we'll say um you you, pre- you prepare for a war or you prepare for battle in a time of peace yeah. you know and so when i'm in the middle of a battle when i'm in the middle of trying to get something done like there's no time for me to sit back and sulk when something doesn't go right exactly. there's no time for me to sit back and um commiserate about something that's going wrong because we know what the ultimate goal is and so that's one thing that for me like uh i i'm 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 like <laughs> it's it's easy for me to say it's almost like being in denial, but I'm mm-hmm. not in denial. It's like I know that this, I know that something went wrong, but let's not talk about it in terms of it going wrong. Mm-hmm. Because us sitting down talking right now about it, in fact that it's going wrong, does not help us to accomplish what we're trying to accomplish. Right. So let's let's just move on now and accomplish it, and then we want to sit back later and talk about what went wrong we can. And I, that's a lot of things, like when I'm talking to people, especially when we're in the middle of something and something has happened, uh, and, and people say, but didn't you see you had a flat tire? Well, yeah, the tire was flat, but us talking about the flat tire right. doesn't change the tire. Exactly. Let's just change the tire because that's a part of the objective. Let's change the tire, get on down the road, and then tonight when we're at home or when we're at the hotel or wherever we're at, now we can sit back and talk about, man, I should have you know, checked my tires before I hit the road right, because right. that's the time that you're supposed to reassess what went wrong. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the middle of the throws and you get flustered, or you know, or you let disappointment flusters you while you're in the middle of stuff. It tends to diminish what you're able to accomplish. Go ahead. Um, I would say. I mean, I feel like really business has become a large part of, like learning how to operate my business or how to handle projects when it comes to my business, whether it's like DJing or when I was working on my album and things like that. And we always have these conversations beforehand of, all right, well, let's break it down into different categories, into different sections. What we have to do for this part here, maybe for setup, what do we have to do at the time? What do we have to do for breakdown? And just breaking it up and things that could go wrong or, and so this might happen. So let's make sure we have this backup set in place, things like that. Um, I feel like it's really crossed over into my personal life as well. Just from the, the, just from going through that for the past few years or however many years. And even I would say a lot of it came from watching you as well because um, I don't know it's like you're a hustler. You're like the king of finding the, the, the loophole <laughs> and all of that. And I feel like that combines in a constructive way for you. Um, it's always if I can't get in the front door, is there a side door, a is side there a window, door. all of that. So – um, I just know I can like vividly remember specific situations where 
it's where we'll be in a situation and it'll be something that could block us off. And this, in my younger years, I'll be like, oh, it's blocked. The door is locked or this or that. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess that means it's not supposed to happen. And I would see you know we, we're supposed to get this done. This has to get done. And so there's no point in us giving up at the first setback. Let's go look and find a way to mitigate that. True that and so true. just seeing that in action from big things to small things really helped for it to really become a part of myself, okay. a part of me, um, and how I handle situations as well. Um, so I, I, I definitely think that was a big impact. Okay. That's business. So we going to friends. Right, let's next. go to friends. Now, this is gonna be this is gonna be funny. Friend, friends and acquaintances. Mm-hmm. So first of all, we so we've done we've done our, our podcast, on friends, podcast and, on friends, and so we talk about the fact that I mean neither one of us has a a whole bunch of them, you know, mm-hmm. um, and so that helps. Yeah, <laughs> that helps with not being disappointed. Um, it's 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 like I t- I tell people for me I I categorize people. And if you if you're 100%. biblical at all, yeah. and you understand the concept of the uh, the tabernacle, so I have people that just roam around outside in you know general general areas. And then I have a courtyard, and I got people that I allow in my courtyard, and then I got people that I allow in my outer court, and then I got people that I allow you know. Mm-hmm. And then okay, so then a very 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 few people I allow in my inner court. court. Right. So I got I allow, I allow people in my outer court. I mean it's not a whole bunch, right? But I allow some people in my outer court, but then very few people I allow in my inner court, and because my inner court is next to my holiest of holies, and so mm-hmm. uh, I, I have to guard the number of people that I actually get let get access to me when I'm at my real spiritual level. And so with that being said, people don't disappoint me because I understand, again, like I said in the, in the Friends, I mean, really in, in and of itself, I don't think people possess the natural characteristics to be friends. And so <laughs> yeah. because of that, I think, and, and, and again, I, and I said this when we did it, it's because I think people the at the mentality. end of the day, yeah, at the end of the day, um, most people want to win. You know, you know what I'm saying? Most people want to win. Even even if they're manipulative in making you think that they don't care to win. They're doing it so that they can get a win. And so um, I understand that, and I understand people from that perspective, and I don't hold that against them. Mm-hmm. I just don't allow them to get, you know, p- put them in a position to disappoint me. And so I, I can see I can see acquaintances or friends that do something, and it might set other people back that they did it. And my thing is, I mean, shoot, they had the propensity to do it the whole time, right? So That's the same mentality. Something you always expect something could go wrong, right? So it doesn't right. throw you off as much. I would say for me, <laughs> just even thinking back to the friends podcast, but I'm I'm the same way when it comes to like the different levels who I let in. Like, there's different levels of how much you're in mm-hmm. um, when it comes to me and my friends. Uh, and so when you're when you're dealing more with the outer levels, uh, just out in the wilderness or the mm-hmm. outer courtyard, things such as that, it's it's really, like, brush off my shoulder. Right, like, right. Oh, uh, that, you you disappointed me, but, yeah, it's, it, okay. it, it's cool. I, I didn't, I wasn't thinking that deep about it anyway. Uh, I didn't really have such a high expectation for you anyway when it comes to you having a certain level of impact um, on me emotionally yeah, or things yeah, like that. Yeah. Uh, and then when it gets to my inner court, I think just based off of it's because it, when it comes to um, like the Friends podcast we had before, it was almost like 
I can see how it came across like I don't even have friends. <laughs> yes, he you don't did. even like people. <laughs> like, like for that. real. Like where you get that kid from? But it, it, it's not even as much of the whole I don't have anybody there. I don't have friends. I do have closer friends. And I think even when it comes to my closer friends and people that are closer to me, they know that I don't keep a lot of friends. They yeah. know that I brush a lot of people off. They know that um I like I'm not quick to just cut people off, but I'm quick to, all right, you show me what to expect from you. And so I'm a, that's, that's the type of relationship we have. You definitely do that, man. We call right. you the two-week guy. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. In two weeks, I, I get a pretty good idea of, of how we're going. Yeah. But when it comes to the people that are even closer to me, they understand that, like, I don't want to put, I don't want to say, like, it's a high honor because it's not like it, I think it's just it like a high be. honor. but It should be. It, it's it's not often that people get a certain level of close to me. And so when it comes to disappointment with those type of people, usually my disappointment comes less in, like, what they do, what they say, how it impacts me. But when it comes to disappointment, I'm going to be more – it's it's funny. Because this is almost like that whole parent with child, like, I'm disappointed. When, when I'm disappointed in my friends, it's more so for – themselves right like right. i'm disappointed that you did this action when this would have been better for you or you knew that this was the right thing but you still chose to do the wrong thing and so when it gets to that level people that are closer to me usually know that if i'm upset or i'm disappointed it's because i want to see you do better right but it kind of goes along with that whole that's the same way i treat myself i'm looking forward like how do we mitigate um, how do we make sure everything works out well? And so when it comes to my disappointment and other things, it's almost like because I, I see my life as a project, I'm looking at their life as a project as well. And so people usually understand that I want what's best for them at the end of the day when it comes to disappointment. Cool. So I, I, I got another thing I want to throw in as far as, is, I guess, friends or acquaintances or how, how, how I level my disappointments. Mm-hmm. So for me, I call myself a waypoint person. Mm-hmm. So a waypoint is almost like if you're looking at a map, a waypoint are points where you connect on the map, like where you where you are. Like say for instance, if you're going from here to New York, and so like if you hit the Baltimore, I put a pin in Baltimore. That's a waypoint. And then if you cross the bridge and go into Delaware, you put a pin in, in Delaware, and that's a waypoint. Mm-hmm. And then um, New Jersey, you know, whatever. How however you go about doing it. And so wherever you land are waypoints. And I call myself a waypoint person because for me my natural tendency is to look at patterns. Right. Right. And so I don't typically look at um individual actions. I look at patterns because mm-hmm. I think that character is constant. This and, didn't this didn't just come from out of nowhere. Right. It didn't just come out from from out of nowhere. And so I'm constant like if I meet somebody, um I put a waypoint where I meet them. Right. right. People treat you, you know, people treat you how you meet you, how they meet you. Mm-hmm. So how I meet you is how I treat you. That's it. So, but I watch you. Right. And so I watch where your next waypoint is. And I say, oh, okay, I see. Okay. He's consistent. She's consistent. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then I see a waypoint that's like way over there. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. That was out of character. But let me watch right. where the next waypoint drops. Right. Now, are they going to continue to go in that direction? Or are they going to snap back into place? Mm-hmm. And so when I'm looking at people that are in relationship with me or I'm in relationship with, that's the way I do it. I can't. So, so. I don't necessarily get disappointed because I kind of I, I feel like I'm a good judge of character, like you said, right. and so I just kind of watch their patterns, and so I allow people. And that's the one thing I'm telling you. That's what like one of the most freeing and mature things that I could have ever done was to allow people to be themselves. Yeah. Right. And so it's not that I'm trying to hold you to a standard. I'm mm-hmm. holding you to your standard, whatever your standard exactly. is, and I accept 
that standard. And if it's a standard that I don't want around me, I just don't accept you're, that standard around me. Yeah. Right. It's not that I say you don't you shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. No. That's you. You do. That's cool. You do you, you over there. You do you I'll over be there. Me right here. Exactly right. And so so when it comes down to being disappointed in people, I don't typically get disappointed in people because I'm ten, I'm typically watching their tendencies. Right. And their tendencies typically they warn your their tendencies will warn you Okay. Well ahead of time, right. what their actions like, are going I, to be. I saw how you treated that person, so it it wasn't so far out of left field that you treated me the same. Exactly way. right, exactly I right. And so expected it, and so that's 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 the thing when it comes to friends and acquaintances. That's the kind of thing. Like when it comes to disappointment, I really don't get disappointed. And if I ever do get a gut check, I probably get mad at myself first, right? Um, because. Uh, what, was I, you, what was you looking at? I yeah, thought you was paying attention. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, because and, and I also think that every every everything that goes wrong, I play a part in it. Right. And so let me improve me mm-hmm. first because I know I, I wasn't perfect in that relationship or I wasn't perfect in that interaction. Let me improve me first and then give them the right to be themselves. And so um, when it comes to disappointment, I guess, I mean, broad with a broad stroke, I guess we both say we're not disappointed often. Right. Um, but it's more so because we are um, expecting things to go wrong. Mm-hmm. Not walking around with a doom and gloom attitude, but I mean, we understand that things can go wrong. Right. It's not far fetched to go wrong. It's the nature of life, and so we accept the nature of life as it comes and adjust. So I guess that's my take on the, our disappointment and how mm-hmm. we move forward. Because it's always about—I mean, whatever interaction, whatever thing happens—is all about learning from it, plus minuses and deltas, and mm-hmm. becoming better. All right. I would say when it comes to even just talking about expecting disappointment because it's the nature of life. Because you have the expectation, there's always going to be things happening on the external, but you decide what reaches your internal, and mm-hmm. that comes to disappointment all across the board. And so things are going to happen, but you really decide how that affects you. You decide if you're going to let that shift you off your game or stop you from getting done what you want to get done. And I think ultimately your goal should be to push through it. And so just kind of kind of think about that when it comes to disappointment. Let, let me use it as fuel. Let me not there let it, it stop me. There it is. Good so. deal, good deal. So uh, before we go, I mean, uh, between you and me, if you have a topic that you want us to discuss, yes. you can email us at bum, B-U-M, at clarencetbrown.com. That's bum, B-U-M, at clarencetbrown.com. So Clarence T. Brown. Between you and me. Between you and me. Holla. Holla.